you know, the, the, the terror cells that we were concerned, the, the sleeper cells that we were concerned existed around the country. That's where I got the idea of having freedom cells to, to countermand those. But then I started uh, realizing that we need to have freedom cells to, to get organized and to take our country back peacefully. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host and the original Uncloseted Conservative. Guys, we've got an awesome interview with an awesome guest. Uh, He is Mr. Dan Albert. Uh, So Dan, he earned a bachelor's in economics from Tulane, an MBA from Harvard Business School. And after decades building and operating small businesses, he's now on a mission to educate, organize, and inspire and mobilize 30 million Minutemen across the country to save our constitutional republic. So if you are a student of history, if you're familiar with this concept of Minutemen, if you want to save the republic and not sit around and and enjoy the collapse of the republic, then you are really going to enjoy this interview. We're going to be talking about uh, Dan's website, which is Freedom Cells. Now that cell is in like a terror cell or a molecular biological cell, S-E-L-L-S. If you if you go to Freedom Cells, like I can sell anything, salesman. Uh, I don't know where that domain goes. Uh, but if you go to freedomcells.com and you type in cells, right? And also that link is right below. Uh, if you're watching this on video, wherever you can see our heads, it's right below. If you're listening on podcast, thank you so much for being here. Make sure you rate and review. Uh, but below in the description, you can find out more about Dan and his uh, website and his his company here. But before we digress, we've got to thank the sponsor of the show. The Joe Mobley Show is presented by Birch Gold Group. Go ahead and text Mobley to 989898 to get your free informational kit in investing in precious metals, uh, in how you can just you can, uh, what's the word? I forget that I say this so much. This is what happens when you take a week off, people. Uh, you can secure the value of your hard-earned savings uh, by investing in precious metals, IRA, or even in the physical assets, gold, silver. Uh, you can do all of that with Birch Gold Group, and they want to teach you about it for free. Get that info kit. Text Mobley to 989898. All right, let's Get into the interview with Mr. Dan. It starts right now. Dan, how are you doing? Good, doing great, Joe. Thank, thank you for having me on. Of course, of course. I've never interviewed uh, someone who went to Tulane. So this is this is a Joe Mobley show first, guys. Uh, we've had plenty of Harvard types. Uh, actually, my first ever, did he, did Steve Bucci go to Harvard? My first ever interview 
it was my second interview, but the first one I aired was with Dr. Steve Bucci with the Heritage Foundation. Um, and if memory serves, he went to Harvard when he was a, he was a military officer. Um, uh, but speaking of military officers, uh, tell us about yourself. Tell us about uh, Minutemen and this, this Freedom Cells, and, and we'll get it up on the screen. And we're off to the races. Well, the idea is, is simple, Joe, just to, to organize uh, like-minded patriots. You know, I say that the Democrats don't have a monopoly on community organization. So we, the people that want to save our republic, we just need to get organized. And, and uh, ultimately, if we, if we uh, organize at the precinct level, we can uh, transform the Republican Party. We can overwhelm and transform the Republican Party. And uh, so the establishment doesn't like those words. They, uh, they don't like the idea of overwhelming and transforming the Republican Party. But No, uh, not at all. They're, they're interested in preserving the Uniparty. That's right. They want to hold on to power so badly, Joe, that they will do anything to keep America first patriots from being elected to anything. They'd rather see a Democrat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I was actually in the National Guard, the Virginia National Guard, and that's where I learned about Minutemen. And of course, uh, Reverend Bill Cook is a friend, um, the, the Black Robe Regiment, and and this concept. You know, there used to be a time. This is why we have a not just a well-educated and well-informed populace, which Ben Franklin said is necessary for the preservation of the republic, but we also have a well-armed populace uh, to defend against threats, foreign and domestic. And I, I tell you, I've spoken with uh, Cold War era uh, generals, admirals, whether we're talking the former Soviet Union, Japan, it has always been an issue for a land occupation, no matter how powerful the threat, it has always been an issue that there are more guns than people in the United States. Uh, but what what inspired you? Because you um, here, let me get it up here. You wrote this uh, this book, the Albert Plan, guys. There's going to be a link um, to Dan's website where you can purchase this book right below. Uh, but what what inspired you to write this this plan to restore election integrity? Um, which man, man, when you, I want to flip, you see Virginia's blue on here. I want Virginia where so many great American things were, were thought of and, and brought to fruition. I, I want to make Virginia solidly red, not just for four or eight years. Uh, but anyway, tell us about the book and the plan and what inspired you to, to do this. Well, well, the original uh, plan was the Albert plan to restore, I'm sorry, to, to save America. And, and the artwork on the back and the uh, backdrop behind me has that flag upside down. It's a distress signal. And by the way, thank you for your service. And, uh, you know, back, back after 9-11, I started thinking that the, uh, you know, the, the, the terror cells that we were concerned, the, the sleeper cells that we were concerned existed around the country. That's where I got the idea of having freedom cells to, to countermand those. But then I started uh, realizing that we need to have freedom cells to to get organized and to take our country back peacefully. You know, I advocate for a peaceful transformation and a, a return to uh, the constitutional governance that our founders uh, envisioned. And then I, I published the 2020 edition of the Albert Plan to Save America. 
And that plan is a bold, comprehensive, transformational plan for we the people to restore federalism, to restore national sovereignty, to restore limited government, individual liberty, and to unleash free market capitalism. And so what started as a, uh, you know, I, I realized that if we had freedom cells around the country that were mobilized to, to save our country peacefully, we needed to have a plan. And that plan, I basically articulated that in, in the book. And one of the elements of the Albert Plan is the Albert Plan to restore election integrity. And if we don't have uh, election integrity, Joe, we, we're no longer governed by the consent of the governed. So you talk about the Banana Republic, and I've been telling people this too. You, when you look at um, Yovan Hutton Pulitzer, one of the one of his earlier appearances in, in this type of space was when he went and spoke to the Georgia, I think it was the Georgia Senatorial Committee. He went and spoke to a committee in in Georgia about the elections and about the protecting the ballot. And he was saying, let's put all of the high-tech stuff aside. He's brilliant. He can he can operate in the high-tech space with the QR codes and 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 the the technologically advanced things. Like he he is there, but he said, let's set all of that aside. He wanted to talk about the genuine article, that paper ballot, keeping those records and being able to see and inspect them. Uh, but the why, it, it was a moment for me that I will always remember watching that hearing. Actually, I don't remember if I watched it live or if I watched a repeat of it the day after, but I always will remember the first time I saw it because he said it wasn't about political ideology. It wasn't about uh, all of these things that we try and say it's about these oppressor groups or whatever. He said, the beacon that is the United States is that anyone from everywhere who's experienced real oppression, who's experienced real authoritarianism, who's experienced real, uh, you know, terror regimes, whether it's it's the Taliban in Afghanistan or uh, communist socialist governments, he said, all of those people know where there's corruption in, in their country and their vote actually doesn't matter. They know in the United States it's one person one vote. Everyone is equal under law. And if that thing, if that principle is being undermined, then the world's last best hope is is over. And when he said it, just the way that he said it, and it wasn't even on my radar. I hate the machines. I hate that we're having election fraud and election integrity conversations. I wish that we just did paper ballots or I'd be fine to go down the town square and you know raise your hand if you want this or if you want that. But when he said that, there's like a heartbreak. And that's what a banana republic is. It's, it's you know, you got rhinos, Republican in name only. These are elections in name only. These, these officials are installed. They're not voted for. And we put sanctions against countries that have these elections where, where the one person gets 90 plus percent of the vote. That, that's not possible. That, that mathematical oddity is not even possible. If we turn into a banana republic, which if we continue down the road of 2020 elections, then it's it's almost that all is lost. And people say, oh, it's a little bit dramatic to have the flag upside down. I disagree. I think that is exactly the that national distress symbol is exactly where we are. And and reminding people, 
You know, more people have fought and died from this nation to secure the blessings of liberty uh, for ourselves and our posterity than anywhere else in the world. And we've got to do something. I, I love it. I was telling you in the green room, I love the website. Um, I, I got about 40% of the way uh, through the book. Thank you so much for sending me, um, for emailing that to me. Um, but we've, we've got to wake up and do something. Like what Dan's talking about here is important, guys. If you don't know about it, yeah, I, I'm not a salesman. Uh, but get in here and buy these books. They're not expensive and, and they're relatively quick reads, says the guy who didn't finish uh, the book. <laughs> well, Joe, if, if we don't restore election integrity, we, we will become a banana republic. And, and the, the lack of election integrity is really not debatable. It's, it's just a matter of the will to fix it. And, and we got there by incrementally allowing the left and actually, you know, Republicans have also been ballot fraudsters as well. But our, our elections are so complex, and they have been designed for built-in opportunities for fraud. And, and we have to, like Jovan said, we have to uh, leave the electronic voting out of it, go back to paper ballots. And what I'm proposing, Joe, is that we, you know, some people are are, are proposing that we use paper that has some kind of counterfeit measures like our currency does or that kind of thing. I think it's a lot simpler than that. If we just, uh, we go back to paper ballots and have uh, just put our thumbprints on the back and we can guard the secret ballot and, and still do this. And if we, if we start at the, the question of who is a citizen and what is your status, we, we could use a God-given means of identification, the thumbprint, to identify ourselves. Forget about the chip that they'll want to put into our foreheads or our, our right hand, you know, or, or whatever means they'd use to use you know, digital identification and all that. But but we could have a way to 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 clean up the illegal immigration in this country and also to establish the baseline for you for having elections with integrity by uh Everybody having, we have our Bureau of uh, Vital Statistics. When we were born, we were issued birth certificates. And, and there's vital information that's, you know, uh, needed to identify ourselves. And, and we should. You know, citizenship is a precious right and gift from God. And our, our rights come from God. And they're trying to, you know, change that. But, but we have to be able to establish the legitimacy of people to be in this country, what is their status? If they're legal citizens, they have the right to vote. And those voter rolls um, are, are a mess. We, we have to have uh, elections on, the, on a single day. We have to have registration for your election jurisdiction 30 days prior to uh, the election. And federal elections have to be sequestered and separate from state and local elections. And, and if we do that, then we would have just three ballots that uh, in any election, you'd have your congressman could be on a white piece of paper, senators on a, a pink piece of paper, and president is on a blue piece of paper. And uh, when you go to vote, you'd, uh, you'd, you'd be registered prior, 30 days prior. Everybody could, could examine the voter rolls to see just who is eligible and qualified to vote. And it, it just starts with that. I can go into more of it, but 
um, if we just establish the the citizenships, you know, uh, status of individuals, everybody declares where their their residence is so they can vote in that jurisdiction, make it known 30 days prior. The election happens on a, on a single day, and you show up and you you go through the. Uh, what I like to do, Joe, is have a uh, a simulated election module that anybody could use to just drop in to a meeting somewhere and, and just run an election the way I'm, I'm describing. Uh, you might have a day-long training meeting of, of uh, the 4th District of South Carolina could have a freedom cell that meets. And at that meeting, there could be a simulated election. While the meeting is happening, there could be a, an area that simulates a, uh, an election precinct. So I know you're a big precinct strategy guy, and and I am as well. And so one of the things is, is yes, we we don't need to start a new party. We we need to invade the party that exists. If you have this, is what community organizing is all about. This is why you know it it, it says in and on Dan's book, part of that mission is to activate action, a call to action to mobilize, uh, real mobilization. Like Barack Obama was actually a fake. Uh, community organizer. They they propped him up as a community organizer, but he actually didn't. Uh, anyway, this is real community organization. If you do it at the precinct level, if you do it at the county or the state, maybe even as large as the regional, but really state and smaller, we can fix these elections, even if they're playing fast and loose with elections outside of your municipality, you as an individual listening to this, you, not someone else, you. I I, I wish I could say uh, into the camera, into the microphone, like a name and everyone to hear their own name, but uh, that would be wild. Uh, but, but you are empowered to bring election integrity measures to your community. And maybe it's, maybe it's we start, you know, these hyper-vigilant efforts to have very secure elections in little pockets of the country. And you see like, we have all of this advanced digital nonsense and it takes us days or weeks or in some instances, months to to tally up the ballots and count the votes. And you look at places where they still do paper ballots and you look at places where they still do low tech, you know, high speed, low drag, as the military guy would say, methods of voting and they have all, you know, the voting stops at 9 p.m. and they've got everything counted by midnight. And and you know what happens? You can bring that to your community. Um, and and maybe you you have community gatherings and meetings like this and you run a mock election like Dan's talking about. This is something that needs to be talked about. It needs to be organized around and we need to be doing practice runs. So when coach puts you in the game and someone passes you the ball, you're ready to execute. And that that that's the plan. You you pray, you plan, and then you execute. Um, so yeah, I, I love that idea. I would uh I'm I'm gonna be spreading it here. I live in Loudoun County, so Lord knows well, we have our troubles up here. I'll, I'll read the pot for you, Joe. If uh because you're in Virginia, you're one of five states that that has the off-year elections for governor of your state, mm-hmm. Virginia, Kentucky, New Jersey, Mississippi, and Louisiana, I believe are those five states. So an important thing to do is to, is to decouple federal from state and local elections so that we can uncomplicate the voting process. 
when you have a ballot with, you know, when you have an election with only three decisions, three separate ballots, those are easy to count. Right after the polls close, you break down the voting booths, you set up the tables, you've got people watching all around, just invite the public, live streaming, and, and you have all the votes went into envelopes and into a, a, a transparent, uh, like plexiglass box or something like that. France, they say they use a, a glass urn. But when you when you take those ballots out and you take the, the three pieces of paper and separate them by color, and then for each one, just count out uh, the vote. You know, you just separate by candidate, just like Brexit was leave, remain, leave, remain. And they, they binder clipped 100 together and said 100 leave and 100 remain. So you can have... A quick sorting, a quick counting, a double count—you know, a double, a double check. I hate to say double counting because you don't want to count votes twice. <laughs> so, so it could be a lot of fun. It could be, you know, election day could be a national holiday, and and, and we could celebrate uh, independence and 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 liberty and transparency in elections. And it could be a great time. It it could be it could restore the confidence of the American people in the electoral system. And once you fix federal elections like that, I guarantee it, it would, if, if we had, uh, you know, Virginia, that's where the sweet the sweetener comes in, Joe. You, you can clamor in Virginia. Patriots in Virginia can clamor for legislation that would require a decoupling of whatever elections might still happen alongside federal in, in Virginia, decouple that from federal, You've already decoupled all the state elections and, and then just have legislation that says that, you know, precincts are small, maximum 5,000 population, election day, not election week or election month, and no absentee voting. But if there, if there are absentee votes cast, those people can simply take their ballots, which are just plain paper until, you know, until they put their thumbprint on the back, it's not a legitimate ballot. And, and when a precinct checks people in, they can check, you, 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 you scan your thumbprint, yeah, that's you, Joe Mobley, you can go vote. You put your thumbprints on the three ballots that you'll cast, you go into the voting booth, mark your ballots, fold it up, put it in an envelope. And I, put in I the, can hear the, uh, the Ibram X Kendi's because first it was voter ID is racist, even though you need an ID to get to a concert or a moving theater, buy alcohol, open a bank account. But now, now I'm just waiting to see on CNN. Uh, thumbprints are, are supremacist, uh, you know, thing. And it's like, give me a freaking break, people. Uh, I'm sure you get this. Do people push back against you about um, uh, what are they called? Like uh, biometric thing to to put your thumbprint on something. You you have to do it to get a concealed weapons permit, and you you have to do when when you look at like the data that like a Visa or a Mastercard has this consumer data. It's it's almost like six of one, half a dozen of another to just be able to surrender a fingerprint. Uh, to vote, but do you get that a lot? Do people push back a lot about the thumbprint? Well, they do, and uh, <clears throat> you know, two two things. One is privacy, and uh, the other is the secret ballot. So, when it comes to mm. privacy, we we have to clean up. So, so we've been sold out. The the elites have sold us out completely, and and one of the areas of selling us out is in this matter of privacy. There's no reason why. 
all of our information should be gathered by every app that's on our phone. And, and we need legislation to fix that. We need some old-fashioned trust busting to take care of that. So, so the, the thumbprint is, you know, we, we have it. It's, it's something that we, we give up, like you say, from time to time. I use a thumbprint on my phone to get into it and, and you know, scan the thumbprint. So when you, when you put your thumbprint on the back of a ballot, you know, that's the easiest form of identity confirmation, or that's the most secure. You know, we, we have, a, we have a, a photo ID and a thumbprint. That's a fail-safe method. Put on the back of the ballot. The, 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 the universe of people that are eligible to vote in any particular election jurisdiction is established 30 days prior. So nobody that's not on that shortlist gets to vote in that precinct. And then after the election... They have to publish within three days uh, the actual voters that voted. So that gives us, you know, we the people the opportunity to vet each other. And, you know, in areas where we live, you know, if you know an apartment has eight people or 18 or 28 people registered, you know there's a problem with that. And, and, and you know, we can vet uh, the, the people that are uh, on the list of eligible voters. We can minimize the size of the, uh, the precinct. And then in the case of Virginia, you know, Joe, you, you could, uh, and, and, and this is, the idea of freedom cells is, is it's decentralized and distributed, self-organizing groups that have a purpose of, uh, you know, saving our country, of clamoring, you know, starting to be able to move as one and, and speak as one so that we can clamor for changes that we need. And election integrity is one of the most important. So if you... If you want to, you know, start a fire in Virginia, you guys are light years ahead of every other state because states that have everything included on a ballot, look at Broward County 2018 election. Brenda Snipes got in trouble with, with, with that election. And you had that election, that ballot was so complex. There are so many decisions. It has to be counted by machine, you know, duh, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they put it into these large centralized counting centers where mega fraud can happen. We don't need that. Uh, I want to talk about your freedom cell survey, and I've misplaced it in the tabs here. So excuse me while I look for it. I might just have to pull up the email. Oh, there it is. There it is. Well, that survey is designed to educate people as to you know, this plan I wrote is, I didn't intend it to be an America First plan, but that's exactly what it is. So it's, uh, the survey is organized in seven parts, just like the book. Awesome. Uh, so this is the, are you still having people take this? It says 2020 Freedom Cell Survey. Yes, Joe, That that's sort of a a data point that's it's just, you know, uh, you, you just drive a drive a nail into the into the board and use it as a, a true line to square up everything else when you're building a house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the the survey is it's my modest start of trying to get the conversation going. There are a hundred questions. It's not for the faint of heart. It requires <laughs> a nation of distress, a call to action uh, to restore national sovereignty to restore uh, the, the, uh, 
national sovereignty and 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 uh, oh, I forget. <laughs> I'm, I'm forgetting that the. the uh, so to restore federalism, to restore federalism, you know, you yeah. look at the points there that I put out. These these points, if implemented, will do much to restore federalism. And federalism is states' rights over the federal government. It, it's not intuitively like like you might think. It's federalism might mean more power to the federal government. It's actually yeah, less that's power. what AOC thinks it means because she didn't read the Federalist. Uh. So, so restore federalism, restore national sovereignty. And each of these sections, there are a number of points, you know, restore individual liberty and restore uh, limited government. You know, all of these points are, are based upon the Albert Plan to Save America, which is an America First plan. So this is an America First survey. And there may be other surveys for other purposes, like I have a 25-point election integrity survey that's also in that PDF I sent to you. So, you, you know, I, I, I'd like to not lose that, that nail that we nail in place because as we move on and try to get people on the same page, if that page is constantly moving, as imperfect as that survey is, it, it's representative of the magnitude and direction and the point of horizon, the point on the horizon where we need to row to that, to that point. And, uh, you know, that, that's the, the intent is to use that to educate people. Uh, people invariably, they're like, I don't, I don't, I didn't even know what the 17th Amendment was. So you're calling to repeal the 17th Amendment. Uh, that that's an example. People can be inspired to educate themselves about some of these things, like the year of Jubilee would solve a lot of issues. That uh, the Great Reset is coming toward us, and I, I just say let's let's just beat them you know, uh, head them off of the pass and have our own reset. And, you know, when, when somebody is coming at you and there's their judo moves to just use their momentum to throw them, mm-hmm. that's what I propose doing in so, in so many cases. We just, you know, they, they pass Obamacare. So, okay, let's have free market healthcare where we eliminate the third party payer system. So that's kind of how I approach these problems. Yeah, there are so many different threads to pull on. One of them, when we talk about federalism, uh, which again, for anyone that's unfamiliar with the concept of federalism, federalism literally, it just means states' rights. The The Constitution here in the, in this republic, republic means the thing, the law that sets on, on top of everything, or you can say it's the foundation. However you see it, it's... The people set the government in motion and allowed the government to do a limited amount of things. So when we say limited government or small government, we don't mean that it needs to be physically small, 10 agencies, or this is a cap on employees or whatever. We mean the scope of their power, their abilities is limited, not unlimited. Uh, So we, we see this like with the abortion debate. The abortion debate is well, there are two prongs. The abortion debate at its at its core, it's it's a state's right issue. The federal government has no lawful authority, no lawful jurisdiction. The federal government should just be out of it, period. Then you have the personhood argument, and that's where there is a federal stake in because a, a baby in the womb uh is is a or a fetus, whatever you want to call it, it's it's a living thing, it's a life. It 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 it's has the right to live and be preserved. Um 
But there's also this issue of like the supremacy clause of the Constitution. We we have so many places. The United States Constitution is the supreme law of the land, interpreted by the Supreme Court. That, but we've lost that. We have rules, regulations, and laws all over the place that disregard the Constitution completely. That's not really a federalist approach. That's not truly federalism, and that's illegal. That's uh, you know, in the military, it's an unlawful order, and in the law, it is. It's an unconstitutional law, uh, which the equity agenda is unconstitutional. For us to control the outcome is unconstitutional because you have the constitutional right. You actually have the natural right to pursue your own desires, to pursue your own uh, livelihood. If you want to work and be this person that works 60, 70 hours a week and achieve what that type of person achieves, great. You can do that. If you want to uh, work a mid-level job forever, you can do that. We're we're not going to force the outcome. But we've got to get back to the Constitution as the supreme law of the land. And that takes, uh, it's funny because you said, when I was asking you about the survey, I wanted to get to the calls of action. And you said, well, really, it's about a call to action. It's like you've done this before. Uh, we we have to get to uh, the call to action. And again, uh, just like Dan said, there are the seven points. I, uh, I used to work with um, the... Uh, National Day of Prayer as a client. And this this verse is all over everything there. Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray uh, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them uh, and heal their land. But that's something that we need. Whether you're a religious person or not, you know that number one, that first question do you agree? Do you believe that the nation is in distress? Everyone on every side of the aisle, and no matter what your political ideology or your personal ideology, whatever theological truths you do or don't believe in, you have to recognize that something is wrong here. There's something wrong with the election. There's something wrong. You know, they're changing the definition of inflation. They're changing the definition of vaccine, of uh, uh, recession, um, we we are in the 1984, and what we need is in Dan's book as as one of the steps. Step five: a call to action, a wake up call to patriots and Christians for uh, action and revival. Um, do you want to talk to us about this? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If I could just uh, make an observation while you have that up, you know, you have call to action. Uh, that's five. The clamoring is six. What what you have up there, Joe, is is a 36-page PDF that is essentially the abridged version of the Albert Plan to restore election integrity. And so if you if you scroll one page over the clamoring, I in that in that PDF, I I included the first page of every chapter, and maybe you can't scroll on that, but um, what what's there? It's 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 downloadable at no charge from the website freedomcells.com, and when you when you download that, you'll have the cover of the book, you'll have the front matter, first page of each chapter, you'll have on on pay on chapter six, you have the clamoring, the first page, but I also threw two more pages in because I wanted to have that third page is page one hundred five of the book, and on that page is simply fifteen elements of election integrity. There, there it is. So if, if somebody, 
you know, picks up this book or they they download this PDF and they read nothing else but the 15 L could restore election integrity. And we have a lot of work to do to get, you know, the, the plan is simple, but it's not easy. So not only do the Democrats, I call them lockstep lie, you know, lockstep liars. So you know they're always in lockstep when they're when they're spewing their lies. And uh, so we have those folks that are in the battle to the death. We sometimes don't realize that, but they're the battle to the death. They want to destroy our country. And, and so we're, we're battling them. We're battling all of their uh, enablers, big tech, big, corp, you know, big corporate America, uh, media, sports. They, they've got a hold on everything. The liberals control virtually every aspect. But then we have rhino Republicans, weak need. Republicans that that just you know, 90% of Congress needs to go. And, and, and so, you know, you have, the, you know, we, we the people that get on the same page, if we organize, if like I'm calling for 30 million, that's just 10% of the real citizens of the U.S. I, I don't know how many non-citizens there are roaming around, but uh, Biden's bringing them in by the millions. So, you know, get get this PDF and look at it, share it. I, I give people permission to share it, and uh, and also in that PDF, there's uh, the 25 uh, kind of follows these 15 steps, the 25 uh, question survey on election integrity, and then there's the 2020 Freedom Cell Survey. That's the uh, the hundred questions. So it's a free tool. I, what I'm doing, Joe, is just trying to. You know, it's like trying to start a wildfire, and you're just you're, you're you're there with some flint trying to get a fire going, and you want it to go viral. That's a destructive thing a wildfire is, but you know that's just a, a, a bad analogy. But but basically, it'll be a god thing if this really takes off and people put aside their own agendas and shine some light on the idea of you know getting on the same page. Uh-oh. You know, I think we lost you for a second. Oh, nope, you're back. Hey, we lost we lost you for a second when you said getting on the same page. Okay. So so anyway, I don't know where I was in that, but uh, you know, the idea is to to pursue a plan that's bold, comprehensive, and transformational to, you know, are 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 we an American or an Americant? Let's have a can-do attitude. And, you know, the politicians that say, no, no, you can't do that. You know, I have somebody that told me that President Trump, when he was a candidate, he's the only one that cannot beat Hillary Clinton. And I told this person that, you know, actually he might be the only one that can beat her. And what happened, I believe, Joe, is he was the accidental president. He overcame the blue wall by uh, appealing to the working class something Democrats weren't really prepared for. So they didn't have enough fraud baked in to be able to stop uh, President Trump from winning Michigan, Wisconsin, and uh, I don't know if it's Pennsylvania. Uh, those, those states were critical to his win. And, and, you know, we can see that they are doubling down on their fraudulent activity. And, um, you know, we have to fix the, you know, correct, you know, fix the election. That's not 
there are two ways to fix the election. One is fraudulently, and, and one is to make it a, a bona fide thing. And, and we have so many things that, that are, are, are handled through you know, accounting or manufacturing casino chips or anything that's really locked down in terms of systems and controls. But yet elections are just wide open. It's like our border is wide open. Mm. So we're coming up to the end here. Um, is there anything else that we haven't covered that you just really want to leave the people with? And then I want to I want to finish out with an old school um, Joe Mobley show interview question. I used to ask every guest. I've gotten out of the practice, um, but yeah. While we've got a few minutes left, is there anything else uh, that we've not gotten to touch on yet? Well, I would encourage people to to go to freedomcells.com and and join and join the United States Freedom Cell and the, the Freedom Cell for your state and your congressional district. They all exist. I created each one of them. And, and people need to understand that, you know, I can't do all this by myself. I don't have this website that's already running hundreds of thousands of people. I'm trying to build it as a tool for uh, uh, tens of millions could, could function on this website. So go and, and uh, join and create a Freedom Cell for your precinct and gather up people from your district and your precinct and, and, and you know, start to make that a thing. If Freedom Cells become a thing, if, if the Albert plan becomes a thing, that one page that we can all get on. Joe, if you, if you know of another plan that comes close, I'd like to know about it. I'd like to collaborate with that person. And uh, so, you know, that, that would be, uh, I'd ask people to, to patiently endure building a platform, you know, of, of people that are on the same page and, and create a redundant, a Facebook group or another platform for your precinct freedom cell. Don't rely on just one tool like I've created to, you know, I, I could be taken down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, for uh, sure. And, sure. And, uh, and, and to really focus, I'd ask people to really focus on election integrity. And uh, if we clamor for election integrity, uh, you know, it's a long haul and, and we can, you know, like I said, those five states are ahead of the game. Free market healthcare is big. Free market education is big. I, I guess basically the survey, if they just read the survey, they'll have a, a gist of what, what the plan is. And they, if you're 70, what I ask people to do when they join the website is if they're at 70% agreement or they're committed to getting there through civil discourse, that they can come join the website. And that's a low bar. Mm -hmm. And um, just uh, that that's a couple of quick things. Awesome. And just for kicks uh, and, and fans that have been fans for uh, well over a year will be familiar with this one. Um, but excluding the Bible, because all, or excluding an official book of worship, because all, all Christians would pick the Bible, all Muslims pick the Quran, and et cetera, et cetera. If you could get everyone on earth to read and understand one book, what would you pick? Oh, man, Joe, I hate, I hate uh, superlatives. I would like to say that I like Mike Lee's description of the, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. The, the Declaration of Independence is the frame around the Constitution. That's the real founding document. And, and so get to know those founding documents, get to know the Federalist Papers. Um, when I was a kindergartner, when I was young, my favorite book was um, 
the boxcar children. <laughs> so, yeah, I read those. We, we just yeah, bought well, them. We have four kids, and my oldest son just started reading those. And I'm talking about the original one, Joe. I didn't know there was a series until someone I told somebody that was my favorite book, and they were like, which one? So oh, obviously, yeah. Joe, the, the, the Albert plan, I, I, I'm hopeful we get enough in hard copies. So if we have an EMP or we get shut down, uh, people would have the Bible, that have the Constitution. And, and you know, I've published a, a guidebook. I'm not answering your question with my book, but uh, there's so many books, Joe, that I that I enjoy and that I, that I value, and and uh, it's just hard to, well, to, Lee's, to say more on that. Lee's thoughts on, um, yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I tell people, especially because we're in this culture with like self-help and TED Talks and stuff like that, and now um, the words of and the guidance of Simon Sinek have kind of heard around the world, you know, start with why. And everyone kind of lives with that message in their mind. The Constitution is the how we're going to do this form of government. The Declaration is the why. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I think you nailed it. You answered the question brilliantly. Um, but the, the Declaration is, is why why we need to do this, why we we believe in these principles of individual freedom, why we are going to cast off this, this uh, I almost said corruption. <laughs> yeah, it was corrupt, but we're going to cast off this thing that is bad and oppressive and we're going to put on something new. And, and they're trying to uh, snuff out the light of liberty in the United States. They're trying to, to uh, crush the American experiment and just like anything else, if we just take what they're trying to do and just redouble our efforts and say, look, the American spirit experiment, it has only just began. Think about, Joe, like having natural rights conferences. Imagine that we were to say, hey, you know, among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. What are all those others that we haven't talked about, Joe? So imagine if we started having clamoring for the true natural rights that we, that we have in this country, but also exporting that to other countries big time, that would transform things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're on the same page. All right. Well, Dan Albert is our guest, guys. The links to his website on uh, ways that you can uh, follow his work and what he's doing are right below. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the show. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't remind you to support Mike Lindell, a great American patriot. Uh, you can uh, support both the show and Mike Lindell by using promo code Mobley anywhere uh, on the website, or you can just type in mypillow.com slash Mobley and see uh, those discounts. Uh, and here's the deal, guys. My pillow has hundreds, like hundreds of SKUs, things that are not pillows, the slippers that are on my feet, sweatshirts, the pajamas that I wear, sheets, all kinds of things. Um, so make sure you go to my pillow and support uh, American uh, businesses and just a true freedom fighter. If you guys knew the things that Mike Lindell um, uh, puts himself and his company through, um, fighting legal battles. I always remind people of the civil rights movement. There were people out in the public square, which is tremendously important, the grassroots and the activists and the public faces of the movement. But there was also Thurgood Marshall. There's this legal battle going on in tandem with all of these movements that drive society forward. Um, Mike Lindell is fighting a lot of those legal battles uh, and they take 
years and years and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, in some cases, millions of dollars. Uh, so anyway, not to guilt trip anyone, but uh, the website is mypillow.com. The promo code is Mobley. Uh, Dan, thanks so much for coming on the show. This was great. I'll have to have you back on soon. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. All right, guys, that's all we got. Hope you enjoyed this interview. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.